Growing your beauty business doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about mastering a few key strategies and systems to save you time. Welcome to Beauty Marketing Simplified, a podcast dedicated to helping you on your entrepreneurial journey. I'm your host, April Meese. I'm a permanent cosmetic artist that built my six-figure business while only working three days a week and raising twin toddlers. I'm here to tell you it is possible for you too. With a background in spa marketing, it's my mission to help women worldwide get more profits while pursuing their passion and purpose. Let's transform your beauty business for more income and less stress starting right now. Hello, hello, my friend. How are you? We are talking about industry lies. We usually just talk about beauty business. We talk about growing. And I think that what stops people is the overwhelm, the overwhelm that they should be doing more. And it's perpetuated by these lies. So what I can tell you is from being a beauty business owner, going through it myself, from consulting with some people that are just starting all the way up to you know multi-million dollar, possibly billion dollar brands and everything in between. I've worked with professionals and I've seen the back end. So sometimes when you see the front end and all the, you know, the glamorous, glamorous, on the back end, it's a lot of chaos. And that is normal. That is normal. There's struggles in business. There's struggles in life. If you are growing, you are going to have ups and downs and struggles. And so this idea, this Instagram life, right, that it's all filters and perfect is false completely false. Okay. So I think that if we can dispel the myths, dispel the lies and bring to the forefront what's normal, then as beauty professionals, you won't feel behind. You won't feel bad about yourself. You won't feel like you don't measure up and you won't feel like giving up because you'll understand that this is normal. This is the path, right? Now, Do I think that there are ways to make it easier? Yes. Do I think that there are systems and some strategies that work better than others? Yes. But let's just dive into some of these lies. So I just want you to know that every business has struggles. There's no such thing as perfect. If you are waiting to put yourself out there, you know, because you're waiting for it to be perfect. If you are getting ready to get ready, to make it better, to almost be ready, that procrastination, perfectionism, just know there's no such thing as perfect, right? Like just do it messy. I got a big pimple here today. Eh, it is what it is, right? There's a fly flying around. There's a hurricane coming. This is life, right? This is life. In in business, there's always going to be times where you're going to be pivoting. You're going to be adapting to algorithm changes, to market changes, market sophistication, you know, all of these things change. So the number one myth is there's no such thing as overnight success, right? This easy, fast success is a myth. It's a myth. Okay. You know, they say with like celebrities or whatever, they were, it was like a 15 year overnight success. Like there's like that joke in the industry. I think the thing is that easy and fast is sexy, right? It sells. So people were like, yeah, I I want that. Like, you know, what's the commercial? I think it's staples and they have like the easy button. Like everybody wants that, right? 
It's just not a reality, right? Now, again, are there ways to make it simple? Are there systems that you can put into place that make it more doable? 100%. But I believe that, you know, there are processes to make it easier. But if you're thinking that it's just going to be quick and easy, it's setting you up for failure. Now, I think that our industry, the beauty industry, and I usually talk to lash professionals, permanent makeup artists, estheticians. The one thing about our industry is there is a lower barrier of entry. You know, what does that mean? That means that, you know, you don't have to go to school for, you know, four to eight years. You don't have to spend, you know, tens of thousands in college loans and, you know, school debt. The startup costs are even low. You know, I look at my brother-in-law, he's an ophthalmologist, eye doctor and I mean the build out for his office all the inventory that he had to order you know all the glasses and things like that the big machines I mean those startup costs are really high that's not counting his education and I know beauty professionals that are making the same amount as him right without all of that education without all that startup fee so I think that's where people get it a little twisted because they're like wow it doesn't require, you know, the long education requirements that some, you know, people have. It doesn't have the high startup costs that some professions have, right? And so that's where we can be like, oh, it's, you know, quick and easy. So it might seem a little faster than some other industries. But here's what I would say. And some people do have success faster. But here is the back end that you don't see. This is like the behind the scenes that you don't see. One. Maybe if they were a permanent makeup artist, maybe they were also an artist growing up, right? Maybe they were also an esthetician, so they already knew about skin before they went into permanent makeup. If they were a lash artist and they started their own business, maybe in, you know, before they did this, maybe they were a manager of another beauty business or spa or even a manager of a restaurant. Just being a manager gives you a certain type of skill set, right? It gives you responsibilities, it helps you see sometimes projections and you you develop a grit that you don't have when you are starting without that experience right so then it looks like they had fast overnight success but they were already being prepared for being a beauty business owner right does that make sense so maybe their parents owned a business right like if their parents owned a business then they grew up in an entrepreneurial family. They saw the highs and lows. And so mentally they were prepared. And let me just say, I think that in business, um, and for most of us, we're solo beauty business owners, we might have some people working with us, but the majority of it falls on us. We're small businesses. In business, the entrepreneur, the owner, we are the bottleneck. We are the weakest link, right? And so, Obviously, you have the skills and strategies, but you also have like the mindset, right? Like if it's a, a stool, like a three-legged stool, and you need all three or else, you know, the stool will fall over. And so I think that the mindset of like, you know, wow, I didn't think this was going to be hard. What in the mindset, the thought is then what am I doing wrong, right? Like what's wrong with me? And there's nothing wrong with you, right? It's just that these other people had some behind the scenes preparation that no one was really talking about. And so it looks 
like they're an overnight success, right? And by the way, let's just also say that they might look successful. You never know what somebody's books are, right? I remember consulting with somebody. No, I'm sorry. It wasn't consulting. It was in a mastermind group. And we were talking, you know, this is, you know, high uh, multi six figure, seven figure entrepreneurs talking about their business, uh, different businesses. And someone said they were super excited because they had made, you know, they'd hit that seven figure mark. They'd made a million dollars in their business, but they had spent almost a million and a half in advertising and they were feeling like they needed to close their business. So here they look like this big, successful seven-figure business. You just never know what's happening on the back end. So this is a whole nother thing on that. But let me just say, in their business, they could have had previous success. So we're, the number one myth, again, is that it is fast and easy success or overnight success, where, again, they, their parents might have been entrepreneurs. They might have had life experiences right even just growing up with abusive home or something like that that unfortunately was not nice but then fortunately gave them the grit to build a business to push through to keep challenging themselves right because they'd been through hard things so basic trials of life you know make them stronger right and that is the resilience that you need in business that's a resilience that you need so Maybe they've been working for a while and it seems like it's overnight, but I think that the real problem with this myth, this industry lie, is that as beauty professionals, it makes us feel like we're behind, right? So if you see those others, you think like, again, what am I doing wrong? What's wrong with me? Why am I behind? Why can't I get this? Why can't I scale to that next level, right? Whatever level it is. And the problem with this myth of overnight success is you feel like you're failing and then it's not just like oh i haven't figured this part out yet it is because the face of the brand most of the time we're small beauty business brands it's like i am failing right like what is wrong with me not that this marketing strategy isn't working it's this marketing strategy isn't working what does that say about me right? Not that I'm having this new level of growth and I've never done it before. And that's why it's hard and challenging. It's, oh, I'm not fit or I'm not prepared or I'm not enough, right? And so the problem with the overnight success, again, is it creates this idea of failing. We're seeing everybody's, like I said, highlight reel. Like we're seeing, you know, we're not seeing all the ugly parts behind the scenes. We're not seeing, we're only seeing the good on Instagram, right? We're not seeing the struggles. We're not seeing the pain and it creates this disease comparisonitis <laughs> that's made up but comparisonitis is it's contagious it's a socially transmitted disease <laughs> we get it mostly from social media and it's when you're comparing yourself and your accomplishments to others and in order to find your importance or significance right comparisonitis listen i can tell you i've had it there have been times that I have said, I have just got to stop following that person because there's times that you are inspired by it. And then there's times where you just feel like, oh, man, I should be doing that or I'm not enough or whatever. So just recognizing it and saying, okay, if that's triggering that in me, maybe I just need to pause the social media or unfollow some people, follow other people that, that make me feel better. But anyways, yeah, 100%, right? 
So it's human nature to see where we measure up, right? Like on the social ladder, right? And to feel significant with our achievements. That is human nature. And I love the expression that you cannot compare your chapter two to somebody's chapter 22, right? Because we're all on our own journey. And if you're just starting, everybody has to start somewhere. You can't just you know, skip to the middle like that. Let's skip to the good part, right? I'm thinking about all these reels and memes with these songs. So again, because every business is going to have struggles. We're human. Life has struggles. That's just it. So you're growing. You've never mastered it all. I mean, you know this. It's not a newsflash, right? Um, there's going to be highs and lows. And there's not at any point where you're like, whoa, I figured it all out right? I figured it all out. That does not happen. There are highs and lows and struggles, and that is just part of the growth. That's part of the journey. And there will always be a next level of growth. And furthermore, there's different levels of success. You know, how you define success, I know for me in my mid-40s, how I define success now is completely different than how I define success in my 20s and even 30s. Right. And so, you know, maybe you've raised kids, maybe you've had some work achievements, maybe you've had some real life experiences, you've gone through some things. Right. And you kept going and going. And now you sometimes you get to this point in life where you have a moment to pause. I think COVID did this for a lot of people this time, this quarantine time where we had this moment to pause to say, who am I really? And what is important to me? And so thinking that you are behind because other people have this overnight success or feeling like you're just never enough is not good. So the truth is it takes determination, it takes the right action steps, and it takes discipline, as you guys know. So there's no easy button. So I think that's the thing about overnight success is people want to buy into quick and easy and that's just not the reality. The reality is it takes some grit. It takes some determination, right? So give yourself a little breath. You are enough. And this idea that somebody, you know, is there faster or you're behind is false. Okay. So number two, this one's a doozy, guys. Passive income. Girl, if I had a nickel... For every time I heard some marketing guru talk about that selling a product or teaching is passive income, I'd be a billionaire. It's not. It's not. There is no such thing. Hear me now. There's no such thing as passive income. Okay, here's the thing. Every beauty venture requires work. Every beauty venture requires work. And this idea of like set it and forget it. I mean, that was like Ron Popeil. I think that was, um, what was that infomercial? It was a set it and forget it. I, it was some type of cooker or something like that. I mean, that's only in, with that infomercial. But business is not like that, right? You know, in the past, it might have been a little bit more like that. But, you know, now it's a little tricky because, first of all, there are infinite distractions, 
right? There's something always vying for our attention. So you have to stay top of mind and that requires constant promotion. So in the past, yeah, you might've been able to, you know, get something going. It's kind of like the vitamin or weight loss industry, right? In the past, it was enough when it first came to market to just say, this vitamin helps you lose weight. And then as market sophistication came along and everybody was saying that, it was like, that's not enough. Now it needs to say this vitamin helps you lose, you know, 10 pounds, right? And then that was not enough. And then it was like needed to be like, this vitamin helps you lose 10 pounds in 10 days, right? Like, so like they had to keep upping their market sophistication, right? Now this vitamin helps you lose 10 pounds in 10 days with this proprietary grapeseed oil or whatever it is, right? Like it has like the market sophistication changes. And so your marketing must change. So there's never a point where you're just like, oh, I made the product. I made the teaching program and now I can just let it sell itself. That's not how it goes, right? So if you hear anybody promising passive income, you should run. Now there's a difference between leveraged income. Leveraged income is, you know, that is where you have something that is making money for you. So for example, you create a training program one time, you take that energy and putting it and it keeps making money for you. Do you still have to promote it? Yes. Do you still have to update it? Yes. Does it require, you know, offer alignment and making sure it's what the market wants? Does it require marketing message and constantly, you know, updating that and promoting it? Yes, it requires that. You have to promote it. Uh, I think it's um, P.T. Barnum said, it was quoted as saying, something awful happens without promotion. Nothing. Right. So nothing happens without promotion. So you have to keep promoting it. Right. And then we know that that's how business is now. And so the problem with the passive income lie is that it promotes this idea that you don't have to work. It's that same thing of like easy and fast. Right. And again, that you might be doing something wrong if you feel like you're working. Like, hmm, everybody else is you know, sipping uh, margaritas and Mai Tais on the beach and I'm still, you know, burning, burning the midnight oil. I'm still working, you know, what's wrong with me? And you feel like there's something wrong with you because you're constantly trying to promote it to make it work. So that's like, there's no work, you don't have to work. And then the opposite lie is that like, you know, there's a hustle culture that you have to hustle your face off with 20 stories a day and three reels a day. And I think that there's the middle. Right. There's there. I don't think yeah, it has to be extreme and definitely requires work. It, it requires discipline. It requires taking action. It requires grit and determination. Right. That is that is it to keep going in business. And so the problem with the lie of passive income is the false expectation, the false expectation. And you you don't prepare properly and you don't develop that discipline and so and that's what you need to move you forward to success and so just thinking that this is this is going to be i'm going to do this one thing and then i'm going to be you know on easy street just watching it roll in like cha-ching cha-ching that's a lie 
So if you're feeling that way, just know that it can be easier. And again, systems make it easier, but this idea of passive is, is false. It's completely false. It drives me nuts. So the key to success is always going to be discipline and grit and keep going even when it's challenging and to promote because the market is always changing, like we said, and, you, and you're always refining your message and hopefully you're getting better, right? Hopefully you're getting better as a business. And so you're learning things, right? And you're adapting and pivoting. I think that was one of the big takeaways for, you know, the last year or two, we've looked at ways we need to pivot. And so we looked at ways that we need to grow. So, so number one industry lie is that this thing of overnight success, fast and easy. Number two lie passive income, right? Which is, again, there's a difference between passive and leveraged. Passive implies that there's no work. That's a lie. Leverage means that you get more from the effort you put in, right? When you hire virtual assistants, for example, you know, instead of me trying to lift all the weights, do all the work, I have other hands. I'm leveraging their time because I only have so many hours in my day, right? And so now I'm leveraging their time. So there's leverage different than passive. Okay. And number three, that you have to do it all. <sighs> you have to do it all. It's a myth. It's a lie. You don't have to do it all. This idea that you should be able to do it all without support is crazy. It's crazy pants. Now, first of all, there are different levels of support, right? So I just mentioned I have a team of virtual assistants, right? They work from home. They work on their time. They also maybe have families. Um, they have different things that are doing, but we work together as a team. That is my support. Some people have support, like really have employees. Yes. Some people have a supportive family, right? And they have, maybe their in-laws help them with the kids or just supportive family. I mean, it's huge. Some people have financial support. Maybe they have a spouse that is making, you know, lots of bank and then they're able to then take their time or take money and invest in their business. Everybody has different levels of support. And, you know, business endeavors require different skill sets and different levels of support. So you might be able to invest more time. You might be able to invest more money. You might be able to invest more energy that others might not have. But there's no way that you can do it all, right? Like we need people. We are a community society. We are a tribal society. We need others. And this myth that, you know, you should do it all, right? Or you're, if you're not doing it all, there's something wrong with you is horrible. Like I, it just drives me nuts when, you know, celebrities aren't talking about that. They have like a team of people that have, you know, done all the things to help them look good. And they're like, no, I just apply this little cream and that's all I do. No girl. You got somebody doing your meals for you so that you can eat clean. You got somebody that's, you know, cleaning your house so you're not down there scrubbing and stressing. You know, you're getting facials and peels and lifts and injections. You know, it's not just the cream. <laughs> it's, I, I, you know, love you, but no, it's not. So 
there's different levels of support in the background. So we shouldn't have to do it all and we should not perpetuate the myth that you have to do it all, right? And I think this is just one of those things that when you think that you have to do it all, you feel less than. And that is the problem with these myths, right? And look at like Olympic athletes, Olympians or athletes, or even business coaches. They have a huge team. They have, you know, personal trainers. They have, you know, people that help them get stretched and then also coach them. And, you know, and that happens with athletes, that happens in business, and that even happens in small businesses. So if there's somebody that you're following that looks like they're doing it all, right? There is a team behind them. So don't feel less than because you're like, dude, I just, I don't have enough time or I don't have enough uh, support. Like, don't feel bad. Again, all of these industry lies and myths, the problem with them is that it makes you feel less than. It makes you feel like you are behind or you are failing or that you can't figure it out that everybody else has the secret to success except you. You've been left out. Like that's the problem with these industry lies, right? You don't have to do it alone. The great thing, if you can't hire a team, sometimes you could just hire, you know, everybody's probably heard of Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R. There's two R's. I know there's two, an extra letter in there, Fiverr. Just Google it, Fiverr. And you can find a virtual assistant um, somebody that can help you update your website. Like you should not have to go in there and do all of that. You can help, you can find somebody that can help you create graphics for like three to $5 an hour. And usually they're in another country and that is a good living for them. So don't think that this is not like, you know, child labor or anything like that. It's a good living for them and it's a win-win situation. So don't feel like you should have to struggle in silence, right? There are virtual assistants out there. And maybe you can't afford to hire somebody, you know, full-time, or maybe it's just on a project basis. Like, I just need somebody to help me get this website up, or I just need somebody to help me, you know, edit these videos, or I just need somebody to coach me to help me show up live on video or, or just more video in general, right? Or grow my business to the next level, whatever it is, right? The idea is that all of these lies perpetuate this myth that you are not enough and you got into the industry to help people you got in the industry to make a difference and right now there's somebody out there that needs your service like your ideal client your dream client needs you but they can't find you or else they would have already found you right so there's something that you need to be doing to show up greater and we just get in our head about all this stuff you don't have to do it alone just being connected industry family i mean that's one of the things mia knows like with clubhouse like during the pandemic that helped us all get connected anytime we go to industry events i was just at ashley gonzalez beautylicious she had her elevate your brand event here in california i don't know about spcp if that's going to happen in orlando it's not looking so good right now, but those events help bring us together. And that's when you see you're not alone. Even getting into a community, if you're coaching in a group of like-minded individuals to hear like they're also having these struggles and, and normalizing it. I think that's the biggest thing, like normalizing it, right? And so I wanted to talk about these 
industry myths. Again, number one was that it's overnight success and that it's fast and easy, right? It can be easier. It can be faster with some systems. You definitely need marketing, but there's no easy button. And you don't know the behind the scenes that people, what they did to get there. This idea of passive income and that there's never, again, like there's no work involved. It does require work. It's not the sexy answer. It requires the discipline to show up every day, right? Like I'm showing up here. I had to put some makeup on. I try to cover my little pimple here. It's not little. It's really big. It's, It's one of those deep ones. Of course, I picked at it, but you know, that's, that's what I do. I couldn't just leave it alone. If I could have just leave, if I could have left it alone, it would have maybe healed and gone away. But no, no, I had to get in there. I was like, I'm an esthetician. I just make it worse. (laughs) I know what I do. I know, I know, I know my flaws here. That's what happens. But yeah, here's what I want you to hear. Here's what I'd say the takeaway is that if you feel like you are struggling in any way with your beauty business right now, it's normal. There are highs and lows. I've been there. I'm, I'm coming out of, I just did, um, I think it was two weeks ago, I did an episode of talking about during COVID, I had hives on 70% of my body from anxiety, right? And I was feeling it. Like you, it, there's never a point where you're like, I figured it all out and I got all the answers. Like, yes, I've had lots of success, but I'm still growing and I'm still learning. And that is going to be messy and it's going to be challenging. And that is the journey. So you are not alone. This is normal. There's no overnight success. There's no passive income and you don't need to do it alone. That is the thing like they're you know, find communities, find support. What you really want is you want the systems that will make it easier. You know, like the cut and play that also make it doable. I often quote James Clear, who is the author of Atomic Habits, and he says, we do not rise to the level of our goals. We fall to the level of our systems, right? Because we all have goals. We all have good intentions. But then, like, what is going to help you make it happen? right? The system is what helps you make. This is why, you know, personal trainers and athletes will say meal prep, right? Like so that you aren't binging in the refrigerator going, what should I make, right? Like just having a system to set you up for success, having support, having somebody to hold you accountable and hold space for you and say, I believe in you and you can do this is very powerful as well. So message me if you'd like some support, if you'd like to talk about what that might look like, your goals, your dreams. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beauty Marketing Simplified podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about and also definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with Grit and Grace, hugs and high fives. See you next week.